Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. You can watch on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch for free all three hours. You can also listen on our great radio stations around the country. Say good morning to Chat Row as well. Got a poll question. Got another stat of the day coming up. Kevin Durant could be back tonight, but James Harden may be out for at least 10 days. I almost get the feeling that the Nets are kind of toying with us, having a little bit of fun. Like, uh, I don't know. Who wants to sit out for a couple of days just to give people something to talk about? Uh, I got hamstring. All right, you got it. You sit out for 10 days. And then Durant's out, and then Harden's out, and Kyrie goes for 40. Who's got back tightness? I'll take back tightness. You know what's going to happen? Let's say... Let's say the Nets don't win the championship. At some point in the next, in, in two months from now, you'll hear the following. Well, they never really got a chance to play together. They didn't gel. It's kind of like LeBron in the Miami Heat when he first got there. I uh, didn't really have time to gel. I'm calling it right now. If the Nets don't win it, that excuse is going to be number one on the list. I got that excuse. You know, <laughs> They just didn't have time to gel. I, I'm going to give a, a pre-excuse for the Nets. They just didn't gel in time. And then we'll run down the list of other teams that weren't able to do that, including LeBron. Yes, Seton O'Connor. Is that um, the like close cousin of too many personalities on the team? Mm. Too many alphas? Uh, team chemistry? Team chemistry, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm trying to see if we can take multiples of these or if they're all under the same umbrella. I think you could take one if you want. It's not under, this isn't a big umbrella that I'm opening. I'm just saying that they just didn't have time to mm. gel together. Yes, Paul. Yes, if they were healthy and played together and failed to win, it's team chemistry. When you have injuries, it's not enough time to gel. 
Yeah, hamstring injury is difficult to put a timeline on. They can linger. I mean, who knows about a hamstring? Like, you can say you got a hamstring. Like, is somebody going to refute that? Like, if you say I don't feel well and you don't have a temperature, all right. Uh, I got a hamstring That's here. why you always have a stomachache. Yeah, I know. Your kid, ah, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Uh, if the Nets are uh, going to make that deep playoff run, then you're going to need Harden and Kyrie and KD to spend a little time together. And uh, I don't know how many games they played together this year. Have they played a game together this year? <laughs> I don't think they have. Yeah, make 11. When you say gel, you mean when they're on the bench in street clothes, they're not going to yes. high five well? Yeah. These, the, are they really going to be around come playoff time? Kyrie's been the healthy one, and he never is healthy. And he's checked out twice during the season already. For personal time. So I, I have no idea. I have no idea. And I think it's, uh, I, I have to wait another month before we officially start talking about the MVP. Because I've railed on this. It feels like that's a staple every day for shows. Well, who's the MVP now? I don't know. Because it was Joe, like we bounced around to about eight or nine people, it feels like. Yes, McClellan. You were right. Now that LeBron is not on the court, nobody wants to talk about the MVP. No, I haven't heard it come up at all. No, it's not important. But if you can include LeBron in the conversation, now you have something of substance. But if you say, let's argue Joel Embiid, even James Harden. Or it's a joker. Yeah. Well, you're not going to have anybody go, man, I'm upset you didn't include the joker. Or you thought the joker was... He might be the best player statistically in the NBA right now. Uh, the fact that the Greek freak is not brought up immediately when we talk about MVPs, that tells you that, you know, this is all just manufactured conversation. Because the Greek freak, what did he do? He's having another great year. He just didn't do well in the playoffs. That's all this is based on. If the Bucks went to the title game last year and lost in seven games, we would look at the Greek freak and go, yep. And he's got a chance to join Larry Bird and whoever else. Will Chamberlain, three-time, three MVP, three consecutive years. Hey, he didn't do well in the playoffs. He can't be an MVP. Well, he can be. Still be the best player during the regular season. It's just, I mean, that's how silly all of this is. He didn't do well in the playoffs, therefore he can't win the MVP again. He can't join Larry Bird. Well, he can. Yeah, Paul. I was looking at the latest standings and the difference between the West and the East. The two best, uh, the the fourth seed and the fifth seed in the West are the Denver Nuggets and Los Angeles Lakers. Both are contenders for the title. Fair? Yep. The fourth and fifth uh, seeds in the East are the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets. Those sound like lottery teams usually. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they're both having nice years, but uh, man, the top uh, heavy. With the Masters starting tomorrow, you would think that Dustin Johnson would get a lot of attention. You know, he set the course record. That was less than six months ago, but he doesn't create any buzz. Um, he doesn't do many interviews. And I think he realizes he's just not good in interviews. But he is a great player. There's no Tiger Woods. It feels like it's Bryson DeChambeau. Now, Jordan Spieth won last week. Uh, Brooks Kepka trying to play on his surgically repaired knee. Justin Thomas is going to be the pick by a lot of people to win. But this is about Bryson DeChambeau. He's the lightning rod. He's unique. He looks like a linebacker. Like, we used to think Brooks Kepka looked like a big dude. And DeChambeau gets out there. That, that guy's wide. And uh, watching him on the range the other day, he was swinging over 150 miles an hour. That's his warm-up. 
And there's buzz that he has a new driver that uh, it might, quote, take the course to its knees. He's talking about driving the first hole, which is 455 yards, I believe. But, you know, you got Spieth and Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy. Really, the star is the course, because now we get to see Augusta in its full glory in April. Hello, friends. All eyes might be on DeChambeau to start, but uh, then the drama takes over, and then the tournament becomes the star. Bubba Watson, who has a couple of green jackets, will join us uh, coming up. And uh, Randall Chambly, the analyst for Golf Channel, will join us. Scott Drew will join us on loan from Baylor's National Championship team a little bit later on as well. Yes, McLovin? I was going to ask a poll question. Who do you want to watch the most this weekend? Is there anyone to compete with Bryson DeChambeau? Is it him versus the field? Or yeah. is there a second place, Dustin Johnson? I mean, Phil is 50. All right, I'm curious. But I, if you said, you know, who's going to be the star, I'd say the course. The course almost always wins. Um. But I want to I want to see how far DeChambeau hits drives on holes where you know where guys normally hit it, and uh, it it you know he can hit it 400 yards, but I just want to know what he does with wedges and putting, because if you put yourself in a good position there and you're hitting wedges in and you're taking advantage of par fives, okay, but I don't know if it's a course that you can overpower. Because it just, it feels like, you know, they try to tiger-proof it, which they made it longer, which doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, the guy who hits it the furthest, we're going to tiger-proof it and make it longer. They did that to Jack Nicklaus as well back in the 60s. With DeChambeau, there's only so much room there at Augusta. If you want to move back some of the tees, there's no room. You know, the tee boxes, where they are. That, that's what's interesting. Now, can they make it tougher? Yeah, they can. But, yeah, I'd say the course is going to be the star here. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, Joe Douglas, the New York Jets general manager, was talking about this quarterback class. And, of course, they're second uh, on the draft board there after Jacksonville. And uh, Joe Douglas had this to say about just how excited he is about all of these quarterbacks. We're excited about this class and we're excited about this quarterback class. So we still have a lot of our process left uh, in these three plus weeks leading up to the draft and a lot of productive conversations, conversations in the future coming up. If they had like the sixth pick, would they be excited about the quarterback class in this draft? Would they still have Sam Darnold if they had the sixth or seventh pick overall? That's what I would be curious about. Here is Joe Douglas talking about, did the Jets ever think about trading the number two overall pick? I think based on on uh, the decision we made yesterday, you can kind of see the direction we're heading. When it comes to pick two, obviously never say never. You know, like, like I've said to you guys in the past, I'll always answer the phone if it's ringing. All right. Well, I was told that the Jets and Dolphins did make inquiries uh, with Seattle with Russell Wilson. Now, how far it got? Probably not that far, but I was told that they did reach out to Seattle, but Russ didn't want to go to those teams. So that, that ends the conversation. Yeah, McLeod. Did Russ not want to go to Carolina? Did that even come up? Because I know it wasn't one of his listed teams. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I have no information on that. That wouldn't have made sense, though, right? Because no, they're, they're no, not on the verge no. of... They it's don't like need to add a Russell when, Wilson. When Dan Orlovsky said, oh, you know, the Eagles are in position to go after Russell Wilson next year. 
Okay. Why would he want to go to Philadelphia? I mean, the Bears didn't make sense, but the Bears makes more sense than the Eagles do. Like, I don't, I don't want to. At his age, he wants to be more than just a quarterback. Like, he wants to leave a legacy. He wants to be one of the greats of the game. He wants to be Tom Brady. He wants to be a businessman. He wants to be a mogul. He wants to be all of those things. Going to a rebuild in Philadelphia, that ain't cutting it. Yeah, McLovin. But nobody wants to admit they're rebuilding. Like, Eagles, the Eagles still hold on to something. They won a Super Bowl three years ago. Well, if you're in denial, then that's a real problem for a team. Yeah. Because are the Falcons a rebuild? Ooh, they have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Well, I'm, I'm, and they could take Trey, Trey Lance. Are they in a rebuild if they draft Trey Lance? Okay. I would think the Eagles are in a rebuild. I'll tell you a team that doesn't admit they're in a rebuild. The Bears never rebuild because they're 9-7 and seven because they have an amazing defense and special teams. <laughs> like, uh, this is uh, the other thing that Joe Douglas, the Jets general manager, had to say about Sam Darnold. I think it's safe to say that you know, if our pick was a little later, we wouldn't have be having this discussion right now. Um, we'd fully be comfortable uh, moving forward with Sam. That to me is wild. Like, at what point do you say we can keep Sam Darnold? We can't keep Sam Darnold. Seventh pick, eighth pick, ninth pick. Like it was that close. <laughs> you just go. Uh, yeah, we got the seventh pick. Mm. Yeah, I think we get rid of Sam Darnold. But if we had the sixth pick, or we had the uh, ninth pick, then we're keeping Sam Darnold. Yeah, Paul. I love when they over-compliment someone who's leaving, who they want to move away. Like like Sam Darnold, he's a great person. He's a pro's pro. You know, he's done nothing but good for the community and the Jets we be here. We wish him the best. <laughs> wow, that's the kind of guy you want to draft. It's not like Sam Darnold's awesome. They did not help him at all. <laughs> They, they made some stupid... You look at what Buffalo did for Josh Allen and look at what the Jets did for Sam Darnold. Because Buffalo was smart. And, you know, their head coach, uh, Sean McDermott, was smart enough, being a defensive guy, to hire some really smart offensive guys to help out. And then the GM brought in some really great players. The Athletic had a really interesting column on this. Um you know, they got running backs there. They got linemen. They traded for Stefan Diggs, uh, Manuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. Those may not sound like big moves with Sanders and Cole Beasley, but you get veterans there to help Josh Allen. Sam Darnold, after his rookie season, the Jets fired their head coach, then replaced him with Adam Gase. Uh, they have a GM who handed out money to Le'Veon Bell and Jamison Crowder. The offensive line was not any good. And then the GM and the coach butted heads. And then the GM got fired and then replaced by Joe Douglas. Other than that, you know, Mike McCagnon was the GM. God, he gave a second contract. You know what you do with, it feels like with players now, certainly with quarterbacks, it's like a lease. When you, when you lease a car, it, you know, financially, it's friendly. All right, I got to keep it three years. And then you are asked, do you want to buy it? Well, that's the commitment. And that's why you have to spend money here. These quarterbacks are leased. And same with running backs, more so than quarterbacks. Like, I would lease a running back. I don't want to buy. I don't care how good he is. 
Saquon Barkley, as much as I, I think he can still be a star, going to be expensive. Christian McCaffrey, wonderful player. I don't want to give him a second contract. You know, Alvin Kamara, wonderful. I, I Depending on the terms, I don't want to give you a second contract. And then Le'Veon Bell, man, he sat out. He's going to be fresher. I went, I don't want to give him a contract of $16 million a year for a team that isn't any good. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, if you look at the running backs, uh, McCaffrey's the highest paid at $16 million per season. Kamara is $15 million. Ezekiel Elliott's $15 million. This takes away a lot of the bonus money they got up front. But, you know, the Titans did well with Derrick Henry. He's being paid $12.5 million a year. That's actually, like, fair on both sides. Yeah. Feels like way. Uh, I was just reminded, the Nets have played seven games with Durant Harden and uh, Kyrie Irving. They went 5-2. and two. The last of those games was February 13th. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Don't miss out on WWE's biggest event of the year, WrestleMania. You can watch your favorite superstars compete in their most important matches on the grandest stage of them all. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Stream all the action live, airing April 10th and 11th only on Peacock. couple of phone calls here. Carter in Colorado. Hey, Carter. What up, DP? So I have my annual math picked for you on my birthday. See if I can go three years in a row. Now, you've won a couple of times, and you, of course, were uh, the first person to say that Tiger was going to win again a couple of years ago. Yeah, not to brag. I called that one eight months out. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, here is uh, Carter's. And what is your process in picking the Masters, Tim? Um, So, this year, uh, Augusta is going to have fast, hard greens like it hasn't had in over a decade. So, I'm looking at chips gained into approaching the green or uh, wedge game, and then also putting stats. Who has the best putting? Okay. And your pick is? Hold on here. And, Drum roll. Well, I have three picks in descending order. All right. Well, usually you just pick All right. one. All right. I'll just pick one then. My boy's Justin Thomas. Yeah, that's not a surprise. His putting and chipping is so good. That's not a surprise. Neither was Dustin Johnson. I pick winners. Justin Thomas is one of the favorites there. That's not your Tiger Woods pick was incredible. Dustin yeah, Johnson's well, not incredible. I know. I said that wasn't incredible okay. neither this one, but I pick winners. That's what I do. <laughs> Thank you. Can Carter. we can we get Carter's other two picks too, please? All right, Carter. Wait, is this for our picks tomorrow? <laughs> okay, Carter. <laughs> so you got Justin Thomas, yawn. <laughs> I got Cameron Smith. Now that that's the, then, I like that one as a dark horse. Okay, he's a great putter, maybe the best putter out there right now. And he's and got nice hair real, too. He's got a mullet. I'm going with my old horse here, Lee Westwood. Okay, he's had quite a quite a year so far. Thank you, Carter. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, Seton's so. writing this stuff down. He's just getting ready for the draft tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I think Denny Hamlin, the uh, great NASCAR driver, wants to take part in our uh, our Masters contest. Yes, Paul. You're right. Cameron Smith has a full mullet. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. And he's got uh, a faint mustache there. But Is he's, that the, the shooting guard out of North Carolina in the NBA? That he's both? Cameron Smith? Isn't that a guy in the NBA? Man, that was a reach. 
Uh, I'm used to that in the back row, but not on that side of the You're back row. You're not a Cameron row. Johnson fan? Who is Cameron Smith? I honestly do not know Cameron Smith. Is he a, a big golfer? I think he's uh, Australian. He's extremely yeah. Australian. Yeah. yeah. When that guy said Cameron Smith, I went blank. I'd never heard of him. Yeah, he's... Uh, I, I could see that. That guy is never... Like, his EKG is flat. He's Go- never, uh, never rattled, yes. You, uh, when you predict things, I feel like golf might be the hardest thing to predict because the field is so varied. Like, experts get it wrong very often. Well, go back to Jordan Spieth a few years back when he lost the Masters on the 12th. Like, that hole, and you're going, he just he just lost the Masters on one hole. One hole cost him another green jacket. I mean, it's that tenuous. Yes, Paul. You should see this guy, Cameron Smith, in the front. It looks like he's got bangs like an Alabama quarterback. But then he's got a white forehead because he's a golfer, and the rest of his face is tan. Then he's got shave sides and a fantastic Iraq-esque mullet out the back. I love it. Yeah. Like, he could be in my, uh, in my pit crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels like Denny Hamlin would pull up, and then, you know, Cam Smith would uh, jump out and <laughs> take off the tires. Nice. Man. Sound effects. That's free. Uh, Bubba Watson's going to join us coming up and more of your phone calls as well. Uh, are we having our picks tomorrow then for the Masters? Wait, are we going to have our picks during the first round of the Masters? Is that what we're doing? A tradition. Oh. Yeah, it's some t- okay, I think every other year we do it that way. Okay. <laughs> well, we wanted to have Denny Hamlin involved in it, but Denny was busy and then I said, well, okay, we can move the draft you know, just tell us when you can call in, and I think he'll call in the final hour of the show tomorrow, and then we'll have our draft. So you have guys who already tee off. Is that the way we're doing this? Yeah, but don't let that uh, sort of sway your opinion on who's going to win. No, I, I don't know. You got to think long, long term. Yeah. Through the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's four days. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Take a break. 21 after the hour. Uh, in an hour from now, we'll talk to Scott Drew. He is the Baylor head coach. Randall Chambly on the incredible golf swing of Bryson DeChambeau. Should he be the favorite? Take a break. Bubba Watson's next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, and that guy in your group who's making all the birdies. They play the Callaway Chrome Soft Golf Ball. That's because Callaway doesn't just make the ball better for tour players. Callaway, very generous. They make a better tour ball for everyone. Whether you're a pro, low handicapper, weekend warrior, you want the best performing tour ball out there. It's the uh, Chrome Soft. Number one selling tour ball. Callaway's number one selling tour ball is the Chrome Soft. They also have the number one ball on tour. It's Chrome Soft X. The ball is designed to give elite players precise shot workability and amazing greenside action. But if you want to hit some bombs, and don't we all, there's Callaway's longest tour ball, the new Chrome Soft XLS. Its low spin profile provides max distance off the tee with tour-level short game spin. And it's all about the short game. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Sneak in a couple of phone calls and we'll get to Bubba Watson. Steve in Missouri. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind today? 
Yeah, uh, 510 All right. Thank you. You guys were uh, talking about offensive linemen jersey sales and yep. trying to get behind a candidate. I've got the perfect one. All right. My Kansas State Chiefs just signed uh, Kyle Long, and uh, he was issued or chose number 69. And so on the back of his jersey, you know what it says, Long 69. So I have already ordered two home and away. So All right. Well, thank I, you. Thank you, Steve. A little creepy on the voice there, Steve, but uh, all right. Yes, McLovin. We, we asked in Twitter to send in like an offensive lineman jersey that's popular in your town. Everyone is number 69 on their team, whatever. We got 50 of them. Yeah, and uh, ordered a uh, home and away. Uh, it says long in the back, and it's uh, 69. I had them send it to a P.O. box so they couldn't track it. What? Because <laughs> that's uh, what I really like. <sighs> Jalen in North Carolina. <laughs> Good morning, Jalen. What's up, Dan? Good, uh, good three, two, oh, five. Um, yeah. When I was uh, about 10 or 11, I had a Panther, I'm a Panthers fan. I had a uh, Panthers John Casey jersey. Oh, uh, the kicker. Yeah. Yep, the kicker. Did you choose it? Uh, nah, I think it was a Christmas gift, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. But no one else had the jersey, so I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, and he was there for a while. Yeah, he was there for a while. He blew that 3 Super Bowl, but he was there for a while. <laughs> Thank you, Jalen. <laughs> yeah, it feels like, you know, the kicker, you don't really think about the kicker until the end of a game, and then he either sends you home happy or you're really mad at that kicker. Yes, Todd? I think if there's a play where I picture myself at a stadium, this is the way you judge it, and everyone's going to turn around and give you a high five after that play, that's a jersey that's okay to wear. <laughs> if it's not, if it doesn't fit that criteria, then it's really weird, I think, to have that jersey. Uh, Bubba Watson, two-time Masters champ, the ambassador for the award-winning Golf Clash, the number one grossing sports mobile game in the United States and the U.K. with more than 90 million global downloads. And uh, there's uh, a new version of the official Bubba Ball, his uh, very own custom golf ball-themed nine-hole cup tournament, and uh, the themed Bubba Tea, Bubba Hole. Now, there's a lot, lot going on here with uh, Bubba Watson, who joins us on the program. Before we talk about that, Bubba, if you were going to play 18 holes at Augusta and you could only have one club, which one would you choose? Seven iron. Have you done it before? Not at Augusta. I've played a lot of golf with one club. I've played with every club in my bag, um, even a putter, just to see, just to try it. And then uh, I, I just enjoy having fun with the golf at a golf course. So uh, seven iron is the best club, though. Why is that? You can, you can hook it, you can cut it, you can hit low, high, but you can still manage to get out of a bunker if you need to. Um, and you can still play bump and runs around the green. I just feel like that's the most versatile club. Have you ever, like, are, can you show up unannounced to Augusta and play? Um, I don't know, because I always announce. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you haven't been with your guys, and then you say, you know what, let's just get in the car and we'll drive down to Augusta. No, if I'm taking guests, I have to call and um, have a member with me. Um, even though the member is like, a, we'll say, a chaperone. Yeah. Um, and I still have to pay for him and his caddy and and, uh, and all those things. But um, if I came by myself, I would still let him know just to give him a heads up. Uh, but I, I haven't been here by myself. I always bring a guest or two. And what, what do green fees cost? 
It's a great question. <laughs> I've been very, I've been very blessed, and I haven't checked a bill out in many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you don't know what they put on your tab? It does. It's the it's it's Augusta National, man. You just play it. You'll figure out the details later. <laughs> Do you have two green jackets? I have one. They, they 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 give you the same one, you know. But you've won it twice. I've won it twice. Yes. Well, that's not fair. You should be able to have one there and one at home. Listen, I'm not going to argue. Okay. They give me the one. I'm good. Okay. But maybe a green robe or something, you know, like a master's green robe for home. What do you think? If you know of a good robe place, maybe I'll just get one made. <laughs> I got a robe guy. He makes them for boxers. You know, we could, we put, put Bubba on the – I'm sure your wife would love that. You have Bubba on the back, your big green robe there. Uh, how I always – and look, being a weekend warrior, you go from being on the range and you're like killing it. Like you're unbelievable. That walk from the range to the first tee at Augusta, like have you had one of those moments where you're great on the range, not good on the course, and vice versa? Oh, we all had that. Yeah, we um, the golf is so mental, you know, I mean, it's physical is what we always say is what 10 percent, 90 percent mental. Um, and yeah, you can you can get in your own way um, as we've seen golfers, especially myself. I've gotten my own way a lot over the years. But what happens? Like, how do you explain that where that that it's, walk is not that far, but it feels like it's a long distance away when you're not playing well? It's a it's a four letter word. It's called golf. Um <laughs> And we, it, some reason, we keep signing up for it. It makes us so mad, and then we come back and do it again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. Um, and we challenge ourselves every day trying to get better. What's it like when you want to hide out there? <laughs> Luckily, in the champion's locker room, you can hide pretty good. But when you get on the course and you're not playing well, and you, in your mind you're trying to work on things, and, but you still yeah. got to play. Yeah, you're hoping that somebody else is tearing the golf course up so they're filming them and not you. <laughs> uh, explain to me what you're doing with uh, Golf Clash. Yeah, it's the best game on the uh, on any app right now. Um, golf Clash is just a fun game to, uh, to waste some time to play against buddies um, and an easy way to do it. And, um, you know, we started a nine-hole challenge. I got my own tournament now in Golf Clash. I got a special Bubba Tee. Um, you know, we still have the one-hole challenge, one-shot challenge. And um, so we just kind of doctored it up, made it a little bit better. And, you know, it's something fun for me to do, some of my friends do. And I've actually played with my son a little bit. Um, so it's a, it's a fun time and a, and a fun thing to do. Is Augustus set up for left-handers? Um, I don't know. Jack Nicholas did pretty well being right-handed. Uh, I think six, six times he won. Tigers got, I think, five now. Yeah. Um, so lefties are, are getting better. Uh, I think we're understanding the course a little more. And then seeing uh, Mike Weir and Phil Mickelson win, it obviously uh, gave us hope. Um, and then I've won a couple of times. And, they, and lefties are growing. There's more lefties playing. There were some kids yesterday. The age uh, 12 and 13 boys yesterday, there was four kids in that one age group uh, that were left-handed. So uh, I think lefties are coming out of the woodwork more and more. Companies are making better equipment for lefties, and um, there's going to be more lefties. So I guess it'll equal out at some point, you know, lefties winning here as much as righties. When you were growing up, just because you're left-handed, did you feel like you were different, or did people make you feel different? 
Um, I, I think people make me feel different. It wasn't really, I mean, I just played golf. I just play sports. Um, I'm left-handed in all avenues of sports. And um, so, yeah, it's really just people ask me about being left-handed. I didn't really think about it. I just played. Um, hey, but whatever makes me stand out, I'm good with it. Can you play right-handed? <laughs> yes, but worse than you. Oh, Seriously, if we played for money and and you played right-handed and I played what I normally am right-handed. Yeah, I, I mean, I could play. I can, uh, I could shoot. You know, I'd be considered a, a hacker or a, or a one-day-a-week guy. Okay. Um, but, you know, if I practice, I could probably get a little bit better at it. Well, you know that I've played Augusta twice, Bubba. No, I did not know that. Yeah. But, man, I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Um, 83 first day, 81, okay. 81 next, uh, the next day. Right. Well, yeah, you'd definitely beat me if I was right-handed. Yeah. But I also had uh, the caddy who caddied for Seve, and he Hmm. said, I'm going to tell you where to hit it and do not question me. And he saved me 10 shots, I'm going to guess. Because people, when you get to the greens, like you guys make it look really easy or easier. You get to those greens and you're like, oh, my God. Like I have no idea how to read. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable where you kind of knew what to do and when to do it. I'm still not comfortable. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny in November, a few months ago, the golf course played tremendously different. It was slower. Um, the fairways were a little softer. So it was, it, it changed everything we know about the course. Um, and if it rains in the forecast, it changes everything we know about the course. And so we're always learning, but yes, there's putts that um, you cannot believe. Um, that break a certain way. And you're like, there's no way it breaks that way. I've had a few putts like that where I'm like, there's no way I can trust this. And so you miss those putts and you try to uh, not three putt. And also people don't realize the, the, the uh, undulation with the green. And also there's, there's a lot of hills there. Like, you know, there, there, there's more of that climb than you really think. It feels like it's flat, but it's not. Yeah, every shot is, it's like you're on a slope. Every shot is um, a side hill lie. And so you're trying to, uh, you know, your swing's trying to compensate for that, trying to make the ball go a certain way. It makes it very difficult with the the slope of the uh, fairways. Do you got your watch on right now? Always. How many of those do you have? Man. Um, well, you have too many if you don't know how many you have, Bubba. Well, I've given away, I've given away about five. Um, so I think I got 13, maybe 15 at the house. So those are – you only have two wrists. I mean – It's – you know, you got to coordinate it with your outfit. You know, like, you know, like, you know, you got to got to match this up. It's like these It's like these rappers, you know. They're rapping about watches, you know. And I, I have them, so I don't have to rap about them, I guess. And, and who is it? Richard Milley? Is that – It's Richard Mill, yes. Oh, I, I, I screwed up both of those names. That's why I'm not in that tax bracket where I can afford that. I can get the – Paddock Philippe, but uh, I can't get Richard Mill. Mill. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, hey, great to talk to you. Good luck with uh, the app there. It's called Golf Clash, and we've been talking to Bubba Watson. Uh, have fun this week, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you. Have a good day. That's uh, Bubba Watson. Yeah, that's a really expensive watch that he wears out there. About four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars. Richard Mill. Richard Mill. Yeah. If you can't pronounce it, then you know you shouldn't think about buying it. Not that I, I was thinking about. Those watches are crazy. They're, they're, they're all over a hundred thousand dollars. It feels like. Yes, we club. 
Yeah, why do you need a watch? You have your time on your cell phone. I mean, I'm joking. Thank you, Michelob. Not The back row hadn't done well today. I don't know. It just feels like uh, you're, you're reaching a little bit there. That's unlike you, McLove. Oh, <laughs> not really. Todd, it's like Todd. Yes, Paul. Do you want to play the what is Bubba Watson's real first name game? Because mm-hmm. none of us knew it when I went around the room. Charles. He, he, ooh. I'm, Sorry to jump the line. His there, real but... first name is not Bubba. There's a hint. Okay. He's from Florida. Baghdad, Baghdad Florida. Baghdad, Florida. Yep. Bubba from Baghdad. I'm going to go Robert. That sounds kind of stately. Robert Watson. Robert Watson. And he's a junior. Junior the third. Fritzy? Stephen Bubba Watson. Okay. McLovin? Thomas. Okay. Um, I'll do Michael Watson, Junior the third. Mm. Jerry Lester Watson Jr. And it's G-E-R-R-Y. Jerry Lester Watson Jr. Mm. If he was Jerry Watson, he would have no green jackets. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba's great. Jerry Watson doesn't uh, no. wear a Richard Mille. No, that doesn't move the, the neater, needle. But it's like uh, Matt Kuchar. If his name was Matt Smith, then no one would care. But he's Cooch. <laughs> Although, do you want a nickname of Cooch? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it sounds like a good time to take a break here. We'll come back right after this. Cooch. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Paulie just printed out the odds for the Masters. We, of course, will make our picks on Thursday while the first round is underway. Dustin Johnson is your favorite, followed by Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, and uh, Xander Shoffley. Brooks Kepka is also in there, and he's uh, three weeks removed from having surgery on his knee. I don't even know if he can reach down to pick up the ball out of the cup. I think somebody's going to have to do that for him. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm being serious. I don't know physically he, if he's going to be able to do that, but... Uh, he'd been going through therapy, physical therapy, for like eight hours a day to get ready for this. Yeah, Paul. I got a couple fun prop bets that I like. Ooh. Uh, prop bet to make an eagle in round one of the Masters. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau plus 400. Put a hundy and make four. That's fun because he's going to be going for a lot of eagles. Okay. Wait, it's, so if I put up four hundy? No, if you put up a hundy, yeah. you win four hundy oh. on Bryson to bomb one. Okay. And the other one I like is the winning margin. Uh, the winner winning by two strokes or more, plus 350. Hmm. Someone uh, runs away a little bit. Those are my my, my five those, stars. Those are your ones. Five-star uh, specials. So can I ask a question about prop bets? You just so did. They Can I ask three questions about yes, prop bets? Yes, you can. Okay, I got one left. <laughs> um, 
Do that? Do places just make them up? Like if you say, like, uh, how about we do? Uh, who's going to get an eagle in the first round? Okay, and then you can just you can make a prop bet out of anything. Yeah, right. But I don't know how much you can bet on a prop bet because they usually cap those, don't they, Paulie? Yes, they especially like things like the uh, uh, national anthem, length of the national anthem, because they could be fixed, so they cap it at fifty or hundred bucks. A lot of times in Vegas, you can't do prop bets at the window. They don't have sheets like that. Mm. Prop bets are a lot bigger online because they could have it all in one spot for you to look at. Okay. Wire to wire winner. That's a tough one. Does that happen often? Apparently not. Uh, plus 900. Um, By the way, anybody keeping track of um, Carter in South Carolina? His uh, picks? Well, he's got Cam Smith, who's in the top 10. He's got plus 4,000. Oh, is he? He's, yeah, Cam Smith is plus 4,000. Justin Thomas, plus 1,100. And Lee Westwood, plus 5,000. Yeah. All right. I mean, th- those aren't crazy picks by him. Cam Smith's a nice little secret. You know, that's a that's a sneaky pick. But uh, Justin Thomas, I think you'll find a lot of people think Justin Thomas. I like Jordan Spieth back in the picture, though. Yeah. His odds two weeks ago, way down the list. What about a hole in one? Their prop bet on a hole in one? Um, let's see. I have a why so an eagle on hole seven specifically mm. is one. We got mm. lowest round um mm. score. Number of players finishing in the tournament under par. The score of the cut line. Um, let's see. Winner to play in the final first T group of uh round four. Uh, winning margin, winning score, and then wire to wire winner. No, so there's nothing there for a hole in one. So we're uh, we got our research now. We're ready to go for tomorrow with our big yes, McLevin. Hey, I have a question about so Dustin Johnson had that killer record year last year. Did the Masters like the U.S. Open where they try and make it harder, or is it just naturally hard without them even trying? Well, that was. You know, six months ago, so the course was different back then. It's uh, easier in the fall. I, as a non-golfer, I find that very fascinating. I don't know. They always talk about all oh, the greens are going to be fast and uh, the fairways are going to be you know, quick. And well, I don't know. It, it, it can be a very challenging golf course. Fastest in ten years. Is that what they're saying? My research is saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, Todd. When you played the Masters, because possible... no, 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 I played Augusta. When you played Augusta National, you didn't play in the Masters. I didn't. No, did I? I thought you competed in the Masters. Dan. You've been saying this whole time that you competed in the Masters. I said that I played Augusta <laughs> twice, Todd. That means I didn't play in the Masters. Doesn't really count. You can't say that you played the Masters. No, I I played Augusta. The golf course that they use for the Masters. It's Augusta tournament. National where they hold the Masters. Masters. Didn't get a green jacket though, did you? I did. I did go into the room with the green jackets. Were you allowed to do that? Probably not. <laughs> That's a hard no, Dan. What you did. and I opened up uh, a couple of uh, lockers there just to see their green jackets. So, and you played there twice, you said? Yes, I did, Todd. And you had like 85 and 81? No, it's 83 the first day and 81 the second. 83 and 81. So what, um, what was the, your best uh, amen corner? That's a whole 11 through 13. Did those give you a, an extra tough time, those amen corner? I think there's a lot of people Mike, that don't do even you, know what, what amen you, corner What are you doing? Means. What are you doing? I want to know, as a prop bet, like who would get the lowest amen corner round, I would suggest as a prop bet. What would, be the, uh, what would you set that as for a best amen corner round? You don't like that prop bet. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, nobody cares. No one cares about Amen Corner? They, well, no, they took the time to make it a special name for those three holes. I, I, when they care when the 
professionals are there. But, you know, 13 and 15, you can birdie, which I did. 13 one day, 15 the other. Where did you give back the strokes then from day to day? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Where you went from um, 81 to 83? I, uh, I birdied 12. I birdied 12 the first day. <laughs> and then I put it in Ray's Creek the second day. Where did I uh, cough up some strokes there? Uh, 10, double bogey. Uh, and a driver, five iron in. Didn't listen to the caddy, did you? No, I, I did listen to the caddy, but there are certain you know things that I couldn't overcome, like my game. But uh, I should bring in some of the pictures because one of the guys I was playing with took pictures of me on the course uh, while I'm playing there. Is that like one of those things where the caddy is like, I told you to hit it over here, and you're like, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I tried to hit it over there. I didn't. Yeah, no, I'm t- that's what I tried to do. Yeah. Yes, Paulie. What would be a bigger violation, like if you're playing Augusta, wearing jeans or playing on your cell phone during the, during um, the jeans seem like as taboo as it gets. You don't get in there with jeans. Right. I, you, they wouldn't even let you out of property, right? No. <laughs> By the way, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at a million-dollar top prize during this weekend's tournament. Pick your golfers before they tee off Thursday. Rack up your points for pars, birdies, and more. Use the uh, code PATRICK to get in on all the action at DraftKings.com. Brandel Chambly, who I always want to say Brandel DeChambeau. Brandel Chambly will join us coming up at the top of the hour. We'll ask him what he thinks of uh, Bryson DeChambeau's chances here. And who's his pick to win the Masters. And then we'll talk to Scott Drew, the Baylor head coach, after winning the national championship. Believe it or not, it's two hours in the books. Only one more to go with Seton Pauly, Fritz, and McLovin. You're truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Close out the second hour with rockauto.com. Paulie basically has a used car lot here. He's always buying, selling, and then he also needs some parts for his cars occasionally. And uh, he reached out to rockauto.com, family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999. Two goals in mind. First, giving Paulie direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, to make the parts affordable for Paulie, offering reliably low prices. Dan, I just needed a little thing like the little vent for the air conditioning and heat it was seven dollars it was not like a big deal i didn't have to bring it to a service store i just ordered it and plugged it in wait so you just type in what you need yeah it, you you click the the year of the car the model and it just walks you through all the parts and it shows you a picture so you know you can match it up with the car you're going to be treated the same way that paulie is just to let you know yes you don't waste time phoning driving waiting in lines go to rockauto.com tell them we sent you right dan patrick in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rock The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.